Hey guys, I'm Anna. And I'm Adway, and this is Double Testimony. Hi everyone, welcome to um, Double Testimony, a planted podcast. Um, we are doing this podcast all the way across the ditch from Sydney in New Zealand, in, in between Tiamutu? Yep. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Tiamutu, Tiamutu and Cambridge. Uh, unfortunately, um, Anne is not here with us, but um, she's given me her blessings to take this podcast solo. Um, but accompanying me today, I have the head director of the Cultima- Cultivate Summer Program, Discipleship Program, Jordan Walsh. Hey, how are you going, Jordan? I'm doing well. Thank doing you. Well. That's good. That's good. Um, so I just, if you had to give your life in an Instagram bio, what would it be? Um, it would probably be something along the lines of, I live for Jesus, live to please him. While I go about my life, I make disciples. I love to drink coffee, <laughs> hang out with people and explore the world. Lovely. And that's your actual Instagram bio. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> well, before we jump right into it, I'd like to pray for us in the podcast today. So dear Lord, thank you for today. And thank you for the podcast with Jordan today, the time that we have here. And I just pray that you speak through him, Lord, and that you can let his message and his story and his testimony really reach out to um, the listeners out there and can impact them and work your way with them, Lord. Um, I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Just off the bat, what's your testimony? How did you come to the Lord um, and have your walk with him? Uh, Well, I've always grown up in the church. had uh, believers as parents, so I've been blessed by that. Uh, grown up at a Bible school, majority of my life since I was four, traveled around the world. Uh, I was born in the UK and lived all over Europe and been in New Zealand now 10 years. Um, and I guess I've learned to to know God th- over the years through the experience. Um, always had a kind of a knowledge of Him from a young age, from Sunday school to just Bible school and being surrounded by people and in the church, but I think I've learned more and more how to experience Him and have an actual knowledge and relationship with Him, not just head knowledge. <laughs> so uh, I think in brief, that's really my life. Um, never kind of really strayed from the Lord too much in terms of going off and doing some crazy stuff, but um, there was definitely turning points in terms of getting to know the Lord truly just through that relationship aspect and not just knowing about God, but actually knowing him through experience and relationship. And that came through time and over years and reading his word and the Lord being very gracious and patient with me. Um, Wow. Uh, Hearing all the traveling and everything, that sounds very glamorous, but was that the case? Glamorous? (laughs) Maybe not so much. Uh, Definitely blessed. I mean, I traveled to all over Europe. I went to all the cities. Um, and this is through pa- the Bible college, is it? Yeah, just living at a Bible college. I mean, we lived in Austria for five years, and we lived 40 minutes from the Italian border, and our parents would always want to take us to, to Venice for the weekend, but we just want to stay home and hang out with the Bible college students. It was very, very strange, but um, it was cool getting to travel the world, and I look back now, and I'm very blessed because because of it. Yeah. But um, I think traveling so much and always being on the move was a hard element to life of just no consistency of friends, Mm -hmm. schools, and yeah, always kind of moving environment, environment. 
yeah. was is tough. A lot of change. Yes. Change yeah, you would learn, be quite normal. For you me. learn to adapt to change. Yeah. But yeah, you almost become numb as well to some of those things. So moving around a lot, did you always have in mind to take up sort of this position here at, that you have at CCBI as a um, staff member? Or? Not necessarily. I always wanted to be a doctor right? and um, wanted to use that for missions. And that's kind of what I did through high school. I worked hard to get good grades <laughs> so I could go to medical school and then got into university and tried to get into med- medical school, but the Lord closed doors on multiple occasions and uh, kind of ended up with a master's in biomedical science. And through that, the Lord gave me, uh, kind of flipped my desires on their head, <laughs> gave me a heart for youth, um, and kind of gave me my own heart for ministry that was kind of very different than my parents. Right. So it was kind of the Lord doing his own thing in my own heart which was cool. So that's that's quite a bit of plot twists there. Definitely. Um, Definitely. So what's sort of like, did you always lean to the Lord in those changes when you had to leave your friends, locations, home? When I moved to New Zealand, it was a very uh, rough patch. Um, Moving between Austria and Hungary, there was some consistencies and overlaps in terms of people as well as just the ministry as well. But in New Ze- moving to New Zealand was totally different. Uh, we had we knew no one out here when we first came, and there was no real ministry we were coming to be a part of. We were coming to start the Bible school. So it was like, it was pretty much a, a desert period. Um, and I was 15, so there's a whole lot of stuff that comes with that when you're <laughs> that age and you do something that drastic in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was those were rough years of just learning to trust the Lord and not think that He had given up on us or left us to kind of die in the middle of you know the desert in in our minds and hearts was that that's what it felt like. Um, but I guess I've always always stuck. I think holding on to the small bit of hope that I always had, you know, and the Lord was always faithful. And always true to his word, yeah. So it was um, in sort of like uh, a practical sense, and just sort of something that uh, the listeners could use that was in your times of change and in your t- your low points that was really comforting, or that you knew that the Lord was with you and uh, strengthened your faith in those times. I think to be find people that you can trust to talk to. Yeah. Um, I remember when I was in moved to New Zealand the first couple of years, there was a, a guy who I always could spend time with, and he um, would seek me out as well as we would read the Word together. And I honestly don't really remember what we read together or what we talked about, but I always remember that he was there for me. So having someone in your life that is intentional with you and um, that you feel comfortable to go to, as well as to read the Word of God um, when you, you know, even when you don't feel like it, um, because there's, yeah, there's times where like you feel so far from God or God's left you, but if you read his word consistently and maybe not every day, you'll feel the presence or feel the Lord speaking to you. But I know that over time, that consistency, um, the Lord is there and you will feel it. 
Um, so even in the, in the dark times and the low points, I think to still read, even though you don't feel like it, but to almost force you sometimes to do it, it's a very, very good thing to do first to start with. Yeah. Sure. When you say read the Bible, you mean more intentionally, not just like slap open. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think you know, pick a book and read through it, and yeah. just give yourself a portion every day to read. Um, and you know, whether you feel like it or not, whether you feel inspired or not, you just seek the Lord, ask Him to speak to you, read, and and even over time, the Lord will can will speak to you. Yeah, and I've always found that, and always knew that even in the points where I didn't feel particularly inspired or just even wanted to do it just to continue doing that is is a good thing um yeah so you mentioned about you having a friend to keep you accountable and just being in fellowship mm -hmm. with him so the importance of that is really crucial mm -hmm. and that's sort of what we sort of saw at cultivate mm -hmm. so um do you want to let the listeners know a bit more what cultivate's been what it's been about yeah so cultivate is uh basically a youth discipleship program um with a heart to minister to young men and women, uh, really youth age, 13 to 18, within this area of New, Ze New Zealand, but also Australia, and a heart to reach the Pacific Islands as well. And just to bring, um, one, uh, unity amongst uh, youth in those areas, um, despite background, denomination, race, whatever it is, location, as well as um, to also give them the Word of God. A lot of people have a Bible and go to church, but young people don't necessarily know how to read and understand and study the Word of God themselves. Um, so the heart is that, is also just to make disciples and to help them seek uh, God's will for their life. Um, so we, we run a, a two-week summer program. Um, usually this was the first year in the, in the month of January. And then the aim is to run a winter retreat, a four-day weekend um, in the term two holidays in the winter. Um, well, both with the aim just to, to encourage and build up and strengthen the, the youth in this area of New Zealand. Mm. And how is Cultivate for you being the head? For me, it's something that goes back, back many years to university. I went, you know, being a doc, wanting to be a doctor, kind of got stuck into a church, an evangelical church and started a youth group and, through my time there, the Lord gave me a heart for youth. Um, I just spent a few, you know, with a few kids every week just studying the Bible. And I got to be a part of their lives and got to see how the Word of God and just time spent with young people can change their life. Um, and then from that, a desire came. And then just with prayer, um, the Lord gave us or gave me the vision for Cultivate. Um, just from the scripture from Isaiah uh, 55 verses 12 and 13 um, and just the vision of bringing new life and revival to the young people in this area of the world. So now it's a reality and it's, it's, it's cool to see what the Lord has done. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I, you shared your testimony at um, when we went camping mm -hmm. for Cultivate. And I just wanted you to touch uh, more on that point of that you mentioned of the difference between just knowing head knowledge mm -hmm. about God and being in a relationship mm -hmm. with Him and actively doing that, and sort of like um, times in your life specifically that's that's been where you can compare and contrast the two mm -hmm. times. Well, I mean, I grew up in the church 
and I'm also a pastor's kid and a missionary kid. <laughs> so if you're not screwed at that, then, you know, there you go. But, um, you know, I knew a lot about God and you knew, you know, all the answers from the scriptures, you know, the verses from all the Sunday school, all the VBS, you know, you know about God, you know, his characteristics, you know that he's good, you know that he's faithful, you know the stories from the Bible, you know all these things. And to know it is a really good thing in your head and to understand something, but to understand it through experience, through um, your own your own life experience is vastly different. You know, to trust that God is good and to know that God is good is one thing, but to know that God is good to you and to have experienced the goodness of God in your own personal life is something different. And that's where I think as you walk with the Lord, you learn those things. You learn mm -hmm. that, yeah, I know God is faithful, but has he been faithful to me? And you have the testimonies of how he's been faithful. Um, so I think, you know, as you spend time with him in prayer, through his word, and with the fellowship of believers, you experience God and you'd be able to get to understand and, and ex experience through relationship those things that you may already know, but you now experience it personally. And it brings a greater weight to those, <laughs> I guess, the understanding of those things. So where for you did that translate over from head knowledge to... Was there a specific point? Or was I think it... we're always going to have a head knowledge of stuff because, I mean, we know the scriptures. And the more you study, you're going to know the scriptures. But even as you as you learn things by knowledge, you want to have an application of those mm. things, you know? Um, when you understand God is gracious and what it means to live in grace and to walk in grace, you can understand that. But to experience those things... And you experience things. For me, I've experienced that just through different periods in my life where you you fall, you trip up, you mess up, or you're at a low point where you know you you don't think that God has any more for you because you've stuffed it up too many times. But you see that God doesn't give up, and then you experience the grace of God because you have nothing else really to hold on to, or no one else has grace for you, but God still does, and you. It's through those experiences that you then have that not only knowledge of that God is gracious or God is good or God is faithful, but you have an experience. Almost you just have a testimony of those things, really. Um, and for me, it really clicked probably when I was in university, you know, where I started to be intentional about what I prayed about, what I talked to God about, and I read his word every day. And I went to church weekly, and I spent time with believers, and you gr you grow with the Lord. It's like any relationship with anyone, you know? If you don't spend time with them, you don't get close to them. You know, you don't learn about them, and you don't walk through life with them. But if you do that, then you get an experience, you get a relationship, and that deepens through time. And, and that's the same with the Lord as it is with any other friend that you have in this life. Uh, so I think really in university and then really over the last, I mean, I graduated university in 2015, the really last five, six years. Um, yeah, but it's something that we're always going to be growing in, the learning and experiencing the Lord in those different things. And I can assume that um, that, 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 that intentionality mm. with your walk just didn't happen overnight. No, it didn't. And, and it's as... 
even though you're still doing it, it's it's hard every day. Like every day, there's 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 an element to which you there's so many things that consume our attention. We have to be intentional about sitting down and reading the word. Um, I don't think it's any easier now than it was then, you know. Um, but as I said, you know, like when you're in dark places, you just continue to read. You know, you continue to talk to the Lord, even if you feel like He's not listening or you feel like you're you got nothing from it. You you just continue on, and God is faithful to in times be faithful to answer your cry or, you know, speak to you. Um, so yeah, it doesn't make it's not any easier now than it was, um, and you you form habits, but even then you have to be careful that you do it just because you want to rather than because you feel obligated. Yeah, and some of these skills are easily learned so quickly, and I, I noticed that that's the whole um, sort of intention behind a lot of what cultivates done. I've mm. seen that you sort of instill these little skills in. Um, uh, in the, into the kids and so when's the next you said this happening in 2021 yeah we have a winter retreat which is a four-day uh, weekend uh, which is again just a retreat to seek the lord um, a few different activities um, that's this year july 10th to the 13th um, here at the campus at the arc the ministry and conference center in tiamudu um, and then the summer program for 2021, the dates are January 7th to the 21st. Awesome. And uh, yeah, again, just another program. So it'd be exciting to see what the Lord does and how he grows it. And yeah. Well, thank you so much, Jordan, for sharing with us today. Well, no worries. I'm sure it, it's gone lengths and bounds for people listening. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you everyone for listening. Um, thank you for your time and God bless everyone. See you guys. Miss us already? It's okay. We understand. You can check out Iron Plants by Rivers, our YouTube channel, and stay encouraged and up to date on our Instagram and Facebook, Iron Planted by Rivers. Also, you can go directly to our website, ironplantedbyrivers.wordpress.com, where you can find weekly motivating blog posts and even our testimonies. And before you know it, it'll be this time again next week. So till then, stay, stay planted. planted.